Sport Tracks on SAFM. SAFM with John Karika. It's been described as the Everest of Cape Swims. And four men are bringing dad bods back as sexy. Anthony Pearson, Brad Gale and Barrett Nokia, along with Mark Chamberlain, who joins us on the line now, have set a new record. Congratulations to you and the team, Mark. Thank you so much, John. Uh, first of all, I love the swimsuits. Oh, no, that was Brad's idea. You need, to, you need to phone him and have a go at him for bringing that out of the cupboard. Tell us about the bright, yellow, or the bright green swimsuits. So he, we did a warm-up swim um, where we swam from Miller's Point to Fishhook, mm-hmm. which is 12K. It was the first time I had swum in the sea. Huh? And one thing you need to know is that these guys I swam with are what I call sea dogs. Uh-huh. They've done English channels and all sorts of stuff. And Brad said, guys, I've got a gift. <laughs> going to do something different for our big swim across Falls Bay. I'm going to bring this bright Kermit the Frog green swimsuit. <laughs> and brighter so, than Kermit the Frog. Uh, it's, yeah, it's got a lot of attention. And a lot <laughs> of, uh, oh, it'll stand out. So um, it was something different, something that uh, we, we're certainly not going to wear again. <laughs> well, you get to frame it and put it up in your bar somewhere. Well, actually, I think what I'm going to do is frame it with the medal um, and certificate that we're each going to get, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, what is this this new thing, these non-fungible assets that people are buying for billions of rands? You could maybe sell that as a once-off special. Yeah. Well, Let- I'll tell you something, John. Mm-hmm. None of us have worn it once in the <laughs> training pool that the Consentia <laughs> version active. We're too scared to. <laughs> I'm just about, never mind, especially in the Constantia. Okay, let's talk about what you did here, Mark Chamberlain. Yeah. You, you swam, what I always thought, you swim east to west in, in False Bay. You did it the other way. Tell us why. So there's a, there's a new trend going on that started um, two weeks ago with a group of four ladies that swam for the first time as a relay. Hmm. Um, the, the first relay was done in 2019 where it was from Roy Elf, Millers, and that time was done in 10.04, and then the four ladies did it two weeks ago, and they went from Millers to Royals and chose a day where the northerly wind blows and pushes you across the bay, Mm. and they came in with a time of 8.46, which I think stunned a lot of people, Mm. and then Ryan Stamrod, the ice swimmer and also long-distance swimmer, he did a remarkable time last week. He got a pearl of a day, and he did that incredible solo in 8.39. Sure. So we were waiting and waiting and waiting for the last three weeks, and uh, we just followed the herd. And the new trend these days is to, to do this the other way and think out the box and, and use the north winds rather than the southerly winds mm. to push you west to east. Is there something in the, the way the, the water moves as well? Look, I mean, the current yesterday, I mean, we, we, we chose a day where it was very, very windy to start with. I mean, and the, the northerly was absolutely pumping out in Sea Point and Hout Bay. And we got to Miller's Point. And, um, yeah, we thought it would push us across. And also the westerly was coming at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So that we knew would be in our favor, but we didn't realize it would be so choppy to start with. So the first quarter was very choppy, but you almost wanted to push you out the bay, you know, towards Pringle Bay. Mm. And the challenge you have is the skipper, Derek Fraser, has to keep that line to keep you more towards Gordon's Bay, your last leg, you 
fire in with the swell sure. behind you into Royals. Mm, mm, okay. That are yeah. coming that are coming off from the South Atlantic. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What was the time you set? Uh we did it in seven twenty nine. Wow. Seven twenty nine compared to ten oh four a couple of months ago. Yeah. So ten ten oh four was two thousand and nineteen. Okay. If I remember correctly. All right. So suddenly you've smashed two and a half hours off this record. Yeah. So look, I think in our planning, I mean you've got to understand the guys who I swim with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know much about them. No, tell us. So so Barrent is in my eyes the king of long distance swimming. Uh he's done three English channels. Uh he's the fastest South African to do an English channel. He's the fourth fastest ever to do the English Channel. Hmm. And he held the record for the false base solo up until Ryan beat it two weeks ago. Hmm. So then there's Anthony Pierce. So he's done an English Channel. Apparently he's done it with his wife as well. He's the second fastest South African <laughs> to do a channel. Hmm. Uh, he's done Robin Island. He's a surf ski chap. He's done all the Cape of Cape swims. And then there's me, who was a provincial school, and I've never been in the sea. So. And um, and then there's Brad, who was an ex-professional uh, triathlete. So I think we were always planning on four and a half kilometers per hour that we had to do it in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we kind of banked on between seven and eight. That was our goal. Seven would be a dream. And 7.30 is exactly where we came in. Fantastic. How did you yeah. hook up with these super swimmers, as you call them? A good question. So I, I, I gave up swimming basically when I went to London as a as a 25 year old for 13 years. Mm. And two years ago, I was bored, and someone said to me on the bike, <laughs> they said, "Why don't you swim again?" It was the gift that God gave you mm. that you did your whole life. Why don't you do something you're good at and struggle at uh, other sports that I was trying at the time? And I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to sign up to masters. I started swimming at the Constantia gym and I met these two guys who were much faster than me, Barrent and Brad. Mm. And one day they said, why didn't you join us? And then in October last year, Barrent phoned me and he said, look, I I see you've got potential. Do you want to join us in a a world record attempt across False Bay as a relay? And I thought, jeepers, brilliant. (laughs) I said to my wife, how do you feel? And she said, look, you need a challenge. So I'm all for it and commit for five months and go for it. Sure. And uh, the friendships I've formed have been brilliant. You know, we've got a nice uh, bond, especially after something like this. And, um, yeah, it's been brilliant, uh, something different. I must be honest, swimming in the pool at Constantia, it's very boring mm-hmm. and very lonely. Mm. And it's very, very different to getting out in the sea where we all know about the dangers that exist. Let's talk the the logistics of the swim, Mark Chamberlain. So you didn't really know where you were aiming and where you were starting from at some point. So we always knew Miller's to Royals was the goal. Okay. The challenge the the skipper had, Derek, was to keep us along that line. And the swell in the wind keeps on pushing you to Pringle Bay and once you're in Pringle Bay, you can't then get up to Roy Elf mm. because of the currents and the wind. Okay. So that was his challenge all day, is making sure we kept on that line and didn't follow the waves out towards Pringle, which would be a much longer swim. 
how long was the, the swim, did I say at the beginning? 35 kilometers. So it's around 33, 34 Ks. Sure. Um, yeah, it's a long way. And the problem we had was the sea temperature. Mm -hmm. What was it? So we, we had followed the internet in every site we knew. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was 19 to 20. Ouch. And it, I don't know if you've been following, but False Bay has been the warmest it's been in many years for about three months now. Right. And so, I've been surfing with no wetsuit. So why is that a bad thing? Because what happened on Thursday night when Derek got back from his, his solo crossing he did with another lady on Thursday called Andrea, he got into Miller's and it was 20 degrees at midnight. Sure. And when we got in the sea, or when Barron got in at 8 o'clock on Friday, it was 13.2. <laughs> so not the same thing. Now, can I cannot tell you the difference between 20 and 13? <laughs> and your mindset, John, mm. you know, you prepared for X and, and you dive into the sea in lactin conditions. And, and your mind is just not prepared for that. Mm. But I must be honest, power of the mind that, that it's amazing. After five minutes, your mind just says, man mm. up. Mm. Pull yourself together. You have a lot of people who've donated towards your cause and a lot of people following this that you can't let down and team members and suck it up and do it. Mm. There are sharks in False Bay, famously. Lots of white yes. sharks and, 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 and things that want to kill you in False Bay. How did yes. you avoid all of those? Well, we didn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, guess who nearly swam into a hammerhead shark? <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. So, so my biggest fear is sharks and crocodiles. Uh. And, and for Brad and I, it's, it's, it's been a traumatic period to get our heads around this. Everything was going according to plan. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see a, a fish in the sea. I saw a couple of seals halfway. Uh. And on my second leg I had to do, um, with 20 minutes to go, unbeknown to me, a hammerhead shark swam right up from the front, right up to within two meters of me, sure. flicked its tail, looked around, and then the boat on my right apparently came in and cut it off. Sure. And then the shark shield kicked in, I think, and this thing swam away. Mm -hmm. So when I got out the water, Brad jumped in and he said to me, realize a shark was right next to you. I said, what? <laughs> But anyway, I had the luxury of jumping out into the boat. He had to dive into the water and do Where his shark is. last swim. <laughs> uh, Mark Chamberlain, this is not just to set a record and, and, and be in the record book somewhere. You did it for charity. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I mean, I, the last thing I wanted to do was do a swim like this, get home, have a braai, have some drinks, and, and that was it. And I was driving home in March sometime, and I thought, well, I don't do enough for charity. So I can do the ones that people do, you know, cancer or research or something like that. And I mm. thought, no, no, no. Let's go back to either education or go back to the underprivileged um, in our society. So I phoned our kids' school, Wet Pups, uh, Western Province Preparatory School in Cape Town. And they said, we do a lot of work with the JAG Foundation. And the JAG Foundation is an organization that brings 
sport into the lives of the children in um, the the Cape Flats and um, the townships in Cape Town. And what they do is they improve their lives by giving them rugby boots and uh, running shoes and all these things that make them focus on sport and take them away from the world of drugs and crime and gangsterism. Mm. So it was a natural fit between a well-established foundation that's 13 years old, where you knew like the money would end up being spent directly, and 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 linking sport into their lives. Okay, is there a new record attempt? Seven and a half hours, seven twenty-nine, which is a nice yeah. under. Is there seven fifteen there, or is there other challenges coming? For me, yes. No, I think I'm done. <laughs> Come on. I think I think personally, I'd like to do a Robin Island. I mean, my colleagues have done. Yeah, hundreds. I think Byron's done a few. Anthony's done a few. Brad, Brad hasn't done one. I don't think. Uh. So I'd like to do that, and then maybe I should spend more time on the golf course and on my on my riding bike yeah, um, than, than swimming in in the cold shark-infested waters of False Bay. I've spoken to so many swimmers on the show. They all say it's a life-changing thing, and I think uh, you, know, you you might go back. Look on day on day one, you always say no. Mm. But the support I've had from friends, family, and my clients, and the messages of of just that sense of achievement, uh, is something that you know that might change. And I think the bond I've got with the guys, mm. you know, I can tell you, Barrent. I don't know if you uh, mentioned it or you know, he gets terribly seasick. <laughs> so he spent half the day when he wasn't swimming, vomiting off the side of the boat. <laughs> Um, so I don't think he's back for a relay. I think, as he said last night at our drinks, yeah. the next time he swims will be from point A to B. <laughs> Mark, we got to wrap it up. Great chatting to you. Well done really to you. Well done to you and the team. And let us know if you're going to do another record attempt somewhere, all right? Thank you so much. And thanks for your support and um, involving us in your show. No worries. Mark Chamberlain. And for your time. Thank you. Mark Chamberlain, new record holder, along with his four teammates, seven and a half hours, under seven and a half hours, Anthony Pierce, Mark Chamberlain, Brad Gale, and Byron Norkia, swimming from west to east across False Bay, 35 kilometers, and raising nearly 32,000 rand for the JAG Foundation.